place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics Town You're listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast number 141, covering the brand new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, January 17th. And this particular podcast is really just a squirrel trying to get a nut. I am your comic book loving host, Chris Latore. Hello, how you doing? Hope you're good. Hope all is well. Thank you for joining us right here in the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I hope that everybody you, you like and love are doing well and healthy and having fun in their lives. So what well, that's important. <laughs> so, uh, what is this Sunspots Comics Podcast? What is the gist? What is it all about? Well, we utilized thousands of years of comic book reading experience, and then I present it in my own positively charged way. It's important that it's positive. I recommend lightly review and lightly discuss my favorite comic books of the best new comic books ultimately that just came out this last week so it's all about the brand new comic books that's what it's about right here in the sunspots comics podcast please never miss any of the issues i work hard on them just go to the feed just follow us subscribe to us check us out on instagram twitter facebook xbox live and youtube all at one very simple easy way to find us one name at sunspots comics that's right please check out our very robust girthy podcast feed you'll see it's just packed with some great comic book recommendations they're right there two fast thank yous thank you of course to nick papa george for making our wonderful our delightful sunspots comics theme song he's the guy that sang it nick papa george my friend he's in this awesome band called solution check them out you can see on their site you can see uh, their site which is uh solution the band no Facebook.com slash Solution Reggae. You can find them there. Uh, oh, their site is <laughs> SolutionMusic.net. Just go there. You can see links to their music and some upcoming show dates. It's reggae. It's rock. It's ska. It's feel good. It's awesome. Check out Solution. That's right. The dude that sings our theme song, Nick, is the lead singer of the band. So check them out. And thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latori for the spinoff podcast that we got going right now called Sunspots Scene. We just uh, posted episode 12, which is their review of this wacky, odd movie called The Disaster Artist based on the movie The Room. They talk about both of those movies. Uh, episode 13 is going to be coming very soon where I'm the actual uh, guest on it. So Sunspot Scene is my son, Jables, his two friends, Moises and Matt. They call themselves the Kung Pao 3 Delight. Yes, uh, it's a crazy name. Funny. Talk, they all talk about movies, TV shows of all genres, not just comic books. Uh, they also play a little f goofy game at the very end, so check it out. If you already subscribed to this podcast, you're already going to get it. But they're also on all the other podcatchers. It's called Sunspot Scene. It's a fun time. Please check it out. You can also see them on Instagram, at Sunspots Scene. 
So it's good stuff. Check it out. So let's get into the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 141, starting out with some stuff that's been floating around in my nerd brain. The first nugget of nerd lodged oh so deeply into the deep recesses of my nerdy brain is my quick review of Season 1, Episode 1 of the CW show called Black Lightning, starring Cress Williams. So, light spoiler alert. I don't get heavily in there, but you know I like to give you the light spoiler alert. Quick gist! It's about a superhero named Black Lightning that wields the power of electricity. They didn't really give him much of an origin uh, or too many flashbacks of his sparky beginnings. But I was totally okay with that. Uh, Cress is a solid actor. He does a solid job of acting in this, which goes a long way. Uh, it definitely adds legitimacy to this show because of Cress, he the, the the head man, the leader, if you will. It does have a bit of cheese factor. Uh, you know, the suit is uh, maybe a little cheesy, but I love it. I I know that uh, we've all had to learn here. I mean, well, except for CW, for the most part, they they're very cheesy. I'll say, okay without going too negative but this keeps it to a minimum it's not as bad as uh, the rest it's um it definitely is grounded in realism and some topical things that are happening uh like with policemen it, it's there's a lot in there to chew on that it feels very realistic and gritty there have been a lot of comic book tv shows recently <laughs> that i have tried and i am not watching so it says a lot i'm going to continue watching this that is not the case right here um for me, I really enjoyed it. It it didn't disappoint. And like I said, a lot of comic book TV shows out there, but this hit the mark on so many areas. I really enjoyed it. They sold the drama of the of the city having difficulties without Black Lightning. That's what the premise is here. And he's just sort of decided to be a principal. And he feels like he can do more help in a, in a school as a principal than he can as Black Lightning. But the, the city's falling apart. And it's also because of his absence, Black Lightning's absence, it's allowed this drug-selling gang called the 100 to rise in power. So the town needs Black Lightning to rise in power. Um, but I definitely recommend this. Give it a try for sure. It's a solid pilot, which is sometimes hard to find. you got to sort of excuse pilots in a lot of cases because they're just finding their way and getting it all together. This is a solid pilot, so I'm definitely in... I'm definitely going to continue watching it. It's on my watch list. It's on the, I'm not sure when it's on, etc. It's just being DVR'd. I give it a solid 4.25 out of 5 sunspots total. So I definitely recommend Black Lightning on the CW starring Chris, Chris Williams. Sure, there's some cheese there, but it's good. Grounded in reality. Some great effects. I like how he just punches people with lightning. I recommend it. Give it a try. Check out the pilot. It's out there. You can even see it on the CW app without having to sign up for anything, but there will be some commercials. But I like that. CW, nice. Just not so many darn commercials. But there's my stamp of approval. 4.25 out of 5 sunspots for Black Lightning, the CW TV show. Give it a try, is what I say. Something else that's been popping up in my nerd brain is that Long Beach Comic Expo is coming very soon. It's coming up on Saturday and Sunday, February 17th, February 18th, and I can't wait. Superstar writer Mark Wade is going to be there. Uh, one of my favorites, Frank Thierry, is going to be there of Aftershock's comics Pestilence, which I've been loving Pestilence. 
So I have to uh, meet, say hello, maybe get him on the podcast, have him autograph stuff. Frank Thierry of Pestilence from Aftershock Comics. Check that out. I've been loving it, loving it, loving it. Zombies in the Year of Our Lord, 1347. Can't, can't beat that. There's a ton of panels, a ton of screenings. There's a giant cosplay contest. There's a ton of nerdy exhibitor booths, which I love to just shop and, and try to get some deals. You bring some cash. You talk to these people. Break your bills, folks, because you can kind of go, hey, how about $37? How about $21.50? You can, you can talk to people. Be reasonable. Uh, but you can sort of bargain there, and I, I kind of like that. It's just a little bit of a challenge, and it can be fun. It's at the Long Beach Convention Center, again, Saturday and Sunday, February 17th and 18th. I will be there. Come say hello to me, Chris, at Sunspots Comics. Tickets are available on longbeachexpo.com. So check it, check it, check it. And the last thing that's on my nerd brain is that I'm actually creating my very own comic book. Yes, a dream of mine called Zombie Destroyers. It's really unbelievable that I'm doing it. I've wanted to do it forever. Uh, I just have to say thank you to my friend that's doing the art on it. His art is gorgeous. His name is Jordan Hudson. Please look at his Instagram. He's got a lot of his art there, at Jordan underscore Hudson underscore art. Thank you for doing it and helping my dream come true, Jordan. But I'm doing the writing, the penciling, the the everything else involved <laughs> printing of Zombie Destroyers. And if you want to take a look at it, just to see if six sample pages of my comic book just go over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. Yes, we are just about, Jordan is actually, we finalized him and I together over the last two of the last three pages of Zombie Destroyers issue number one. They are looking seriously fantastic. So if you want to see what we're working on so far, those six sample pages are on, on sunspotscomics.com slash zombie destroyers. Go check it out. It's uh, wonderful. There's six pictures there. The cover page for the first four pages and this cosplay photo of Jordan's dad who dresses up as a character I created. It's bananas. You got to see it. But again, sunspotscomics.com and then click on zombie destroyers. And also just a quick mention of a segment that we're going to have very soon called spotlighting. Spotlighting is where we sit down, have a nice talk conversation to comic book creators like myself that are trying to make it out there or already doing it that are ultimately trying to kind of put their, some of their work out there and promote it. We want to have some conversations with you here. We've had some great ones in the feed. Just go check it out. Uh, you can see the listen to the interviews with me and some people in the business uh, from artists and writers and colorists and everything. It's it's just I've been blessed. It's the people that have been on. Thank you. And there are more coming. We've got some some sort of scheduling situations going on, but we're getting very close to zeroing it in to put some more interviews on a future podcast very soon. But just wanted to mention spotlighting, so go look into the feed. You can see some of the fantastic interviews that I've been so so just blessed to have and very thankful and humbled by the people that have been on this very podcast. But there are more coming very soon in our segment called Spotlighting. We want to help promote independent comics. We want to help people that have good comics out there that are trying to get the word out. So that's what that segment does. And if you have some work you want to send me, just email me to chris at sunspotscomics.com. I'd love to look at it. We can discuss it. I've got a few in the right now in the bank that I'm going to be reading very soon. You know who you are. Thank you for sending me your stuff. I'm going to be reading it. I'd love to get you on a future podcast. So there is some information there. And two very quick announcements. Actually, um, um, you know, they're just things have been rolling around for a little while. I just haven't discussed them and I decided to. So here we are. A couple of announcements uh, really quick. The first one is that I've actually taken a a job at Aftershock Comics. I can't believe it. I just have to talk about it. I've been, I've been with them for just a little bit, and I've just been kind of 
making sure everything's going okay before I kind of discuss it. People have already been putting it together on my Facebook uh, you, that you can see that I'm visiting comic book stores for Aftershock comic, comics. I, my job basically is kind of like sales associate, but it's ultimately, I call it, it's just a, a, just a fun uh, representative of Aftershock comics that visits comic book stores. In Southern California, I will be going to Northern California, maybe Seattle, and I visited Las Vegas. So I have sort of a, a list of stores that I'm going to be visiting. Uh, right now, it's, uh, it's sort of just a, a temporary position, I guess part-time if you will, but Fingers, everything's crossed that it turns into something full-time because it's been a fantastic company to work with. Great people. I love their comics, so I'm just so happy that it's not something that I have to go into stores and pretend to enjoy. Aftershock Comics, uh, before I even talk to them, have been on the top pick lists. They've been in my pull list constantly. It's been something that's just been growing in my mind before they even came along. So I'm super happy to be an employee, to be part of the comic book business, which is a dream of mine to work I mean, I'd love for it to be full-time. You know who you are out there that are listening. Uh, so fingers crossed. Everything's crossed. But I uh, wanted to say thank you and hello, and that I'm humbled and I'm just so happy to be working with Aftershock Comics. And the second announcement is that we, quick announcement, I have a new sponsor coming up very soon. So that will be changing a little bit. Um, I just wanted to give a, a quick shout-out to my future sponsor. We're just hammering out the final details. It's called PopUpTea.com. They're all about nerdy t-shirts. I will be uh, giving more information in the near future, but it's a brand new sponsor that is going to give just a, a little help and a little something here to us at Sunspots Comics, and I would not even consider them as a sponsor if I didn't believe in them. Go look at the awesome nerdy shirts that they sell on popuptea.com. So thank you to you guys. Looking forward to a long, fruitful relationship as you being the sponsor here of Sunspots Comics. So. Those are my two little fast announcements, so there you go. You might be seeing some things regarding Aftershock and pop-up tees in the very near future. Now, on to my favorite part of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations, where I pick my favorite new comic books for New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, January 17th. And sorry, I know it's a little bit late. It has been a crazy week with scheduling. I had some family come and visit, which was fantastic. Hi, cousins! And it's just a little crazy, so yes, I'm actually delivering it. It's Wednesday currently, January 24th. Uh, I bought the, uh, my comics for the day already, and yes, I'm doing the podcast for last week. But there's such great content here and some interesting things and some fantastic comics, so I felt like I really had to do it even though it's late, so sorry about that. But also, semi-light, spoiler-ish alert! Just in case, really don't worry. I seriously work hard to just ultimately inspire you to buy these comic books. I want you just to go and support your local comic book shop and buy these comics and read them and enjoy them. So why would I spoil them? I never discussed the last few pages. I really only cover just some of the interesting points. That is a comic book. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. Also to see everything encapsulated, recapped, that I'm reading all my favorite picks of the week since Jan since May of 2015 when I started this podcast, just go to sunspotscomics.com. Click on pull list to see the 116 titles I'm currently reading. And I know it's a lot. I just, I update it every single week. Uh, click on top comic books of the week and you'll see every past top comic book pick that I've made. I really, I update it. I simplify it. I, I just pour my love into it. I want to make sure it's compact and simple and a site you can just jump in and look at. It is sunspotscomics.com. So please, I'm super proud of it. Check it out and go there from time to time. And now let's talk about the art winners. Every single week I like to pick the best of what I consider the best of the art cover and the art total winner altogether. And this week's artist winner 
was Santi, Santi Perez. Santi Perez? <laughs> Sorry. For Diablo House, issue number three from IDW. Please follow him. He doesn't do a big on a lot of social media stuff, but I found him on Facebook.com slash Santi Perez, S-A-N-T-I-P-E-R-E-Z dot Dominguez with a Z. He has this Eric Powell of Goon-like style. Just very sort of flashback to the 50s in this monster style of look. You gotta look at Diablo House. You will be seriously, pleasantly surprised. His attention to details uh, of the hands and the feet are just astounding. And he really has some panels where you see hands, you see feet. He definitely spends time there, is not afraid to go into that area. Some comics are afraid to show hands and feet or show them in shadowing or show them kind of melded together. He embraces it. He is a just a very intricate artist. Each panel, uh, speaking of intricate, just each one of the panels are just individual, standalone, lovely pieces of intricate art. He has this realistic, I mean, overly realistic physics style. I mean, A-plus in the area of physics. His World War II shots, where uh, these characters in World War II have such an accurate look and feel. He just he just draws our main character with this look of just hidden anger. Like, you can see it. It's just this behind the eyes. Hard to just capture. It's a very realistic hidden anger in the face of our main character. You have to see it. It's just perfect. He does the odd camera angles. I love that. The weird panel shapes. Action coming outside of the panels. So many facial emotions here. All of them. I mean, it really is just perfection. This is what comic books should look like. That's why I love Eric Powell so much. This is why I'm a lifetime fan of Santi Perez Dominguez. Go check it out. Diablo House 3 by EDW. Artist winner easily. Hands down. Gorgeous. And, and that's a tough week to win when Joelle Jones did Batman this week and her art is phenomenal. So you just got to see these lines. They're just so detailed and so great. And this week's cover artist winner, winner is Benjamin Shipper. Follow him at Benjamin Shipper, S-C-H-I-P-P-E-R. For Jim Henson's The Storyteller Fairies, issue number two from Archaea Comics. It's this lovely palette of blue, ultimately. So many different shades of blue. There's really some unique framing that happens here from the antlers of these moose in the background or deer and even these sort of long eyebrows of these owls in the background. It's just very unique framing what they do with the sort of antlers of these animals or the eyebrows. Like I said, it's just this perfectly placed title and lettering that all fills in there perfectly because that's important because often comics really make font extra large and and. It just covers the art. This is so light, lightly placed and properly colored so it doesn't just steal away from this beautiful, lovely shot of our very regal-faced fairy queen in this long white robe. And she's sitting on her very odd but interesting shaped throne of like roots and leaves is the best way to describe it. Sitting with her is her trusty canine kind of looking pets sitting on guard at her feet. It's this lovely warm moment uh, with these forest animals like all surrounding, it's just wonderful. It makes me happy. I love looking at it. It's all these shades of blue and just these white eyes. It's just, it just has this ethereal effect with some of the little white dots that are throughout this, including the eyes of the animals and the fairy queen. But it's lovely, lovely, lovely. Go look at it. Jim Henson, the storyteller, st storyteller fairies issue number two. Again, Benjamin Shipper. Lovely, lover, lovely cover art. Easily the cover art winner this week. And the breakdown! There were 14 comics that I read this week. Six of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. That's respectable. Very good. I like it. 
right the last couple weeks. Not so good. But anyway, new number ones. There were 4.5 new number ones this week. And 2.5 of them made it to the top pick list. Uh, the reason I say 0.5, one of them is actually kind of a continuation from a very wonderful comic book that was many years ago. But they did do sort of a new number one of it. So I gave it a 0.5 in the new area, new category. But 2.5 of these 4.5 new comics made it to the Great Ones list, which I will discuss in the countdown very shortly. So let's get into the top comic book recommendations. The, this is my, these are the great ones. This is the best of the best of the new comic books that I read that came out January 17th. This is last Wednesday. I consider these really to be worth your money, worth your time. They are the best new comic books that came out this week, in my opinion. Please go to your local comic book shop and buy them. Support your local comic book stores. So now here we go, on to the countdown. Coming in at number six is our cover artist winner, Jim Henson Storytellers Fairies, issue number two. This is a quick gist, this is a wonderful story about a king, very hell-bent on conquering, but has this change of heart. And as this king journeys to the, the like small spot in his kingdom that's not under his rule, he is uh, very much... Uh, awakened out of this uh, warmongering by this fairy queen who's, who's captivated him and convinces him to like a challenge without explaining every single word of it. It's just lovely. I love that sequence alone where this fairy queen challenges this warmongering king. And uh, that's just lovely. And how he has this little change of heart because she just kind of just pricks his finger with some hope and some love that could be instilled into his life if he changes just this one little thing. That's all I want to tell you. But she tells him before he conquers all the, the all the world to give peace and love a try. Again, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm saying too much already. But uh, <laughs> and transports him ultimately to this long journey. And the journey really ultimately turns his heart because of some of the things that he visually sees, which ties in so well to this comic. Because it's so beautifully done. You just have to see these epic landscapes. Benjamin, uh, by the way, it's story and art by Benjamin Shipper, who is the cover art winner. It's got this cartoony style. I just love the sort of art look of it. It goes from purple hues to gold to green. It's so very colorful. And again, we have our the old man and his dog that are sitting by a fire that always sort of begin the story. I love that so much. They kind of have this weird little quirky relationship. They're kind of snarky to each other, but that just sets the tone for what is Jim Henson Storyteller's fairies. Check it out. It's so very good. It's a lovely all ages story. Fantastic for uh, just even kids of young age, you know, maybe that are just getting into reading even. It's, it's just so filled with joy and happiness and like, like I said, it's ultimately the gist of this warmongering king that has a change of heart. There's a moral to it. It's a great little ending. I want more of this, but these are all kind of encapsulated one-shots in these, just related to fairies. That's what they've done in these storyteller teller series, which have been phenomenal. There's like dragons and witches and fairies, and I forgot the other few, but I can't wait till they encapsulate them all into a giant omnibus. Yes, please do that. That's our number six of the week. So coming in at number five is from Image Comics. It is the another uh, one of the 2.5 number ones that made it to the countdown. It's Ice Cream Man, <laughs> issue number one. This is our team written by W. Maxwell Prince and art by Martin Morazzo. And man, I used to love the Ice Cream Man. <laughs> I'm not so sure I do anymore. <laughs> um, this is really messed up. This is the messed up comic book winner of the week. 
It's a quick gist. It's a Twilight zone kind of haunting tale of this muse of madness called the Ice Cream Man. <laughs> the art is solid. There's some very creepy long shadowing done in this. Just adds to the creepy effect. Very detailed art, very kind of realistic, but hues of color in the world of purple that give it this otherworld-like feeling. Uh, what seems very sweet <laughs> with an ice cream man quickly turns sour as this tale of horror is about a young boy who really just loves his two scoops of, <laughs> of ice cream and his and his venomous pet spider <laughs> very very insanely looking demonic venomous spider i think it actually is a reference to be a real spider but it's very large tarantula size this thing is horrifying i'm not even scared of spiders but man the way this is drawn you'll see what i'm talking about this really surprised me and terrified me at the same time um part of what i enjoy is this these cops are introduced that are interesting in themselves these characters are well developed uh, but it's really all about this weird ice cream man and sort of how he goes town to town and tells weird tales. I hope they're all one-shot encapsulated comics, which I don't know at this point if it, I didn't read ahead. I want to be surprised, but we'll know for sure when Ice Cream Man 2 comes out. Um, but yeah, all, he visits town to town. You think he's just got sugary sweet uh, little stories to tell? And no, it's about horror. <laughs> but I'll seriously be thinking about this. There's an Ice Cream Man that goes through our, our, our street near our <laughs> and goes through the blocks where I live. And when I hear that jingle, I'm going to be thinking about this comic book. So it did disturb me in a little way, but in a cool way. Art is fantastic. And again, Twilight zone little, hopefully, one-shot creepy stories. Ice Cream Man from Image Comics. Check it out. Worth your time and money. Coming in at number four is another one of the new number ones that made it this week. It's James Bond, The Body, issue number one. And this is from Dynamite Comics, writer Alice, Alice Cott, and... That's the writer. Artist, Luca Casalinguida. Luca's fantastic artist. Love his style. Very clean, very gritty, very realistic, but cartoony style coloring from Valentina Pinto. And it's lovely to look at. A lot of shadowing. There's always bonus features in these in the last few inclinations of James Bond. I've been really digging this. I was really disappointed with John Wick, but if you want something in that neighborhood of, uh, you know, spy, espionage, uh, uh, killer, uh, handsome, good-looking, dashing, killer, espionage-type things. Read James Bond from Dynamite. They've been knocking it out of the park, and Cas Luca Casalinguida has been doing all the art, so it's nice, it, it's familiar, it feels consistent, and I really dig that. But there's a great sequence in this where 007 is pretty banged up. This is the sort of primary core of the story. He's, he's, he's just fall, fell down some stairs, as what he describes to our double-O doctor here. <laughs> um... But this Double uh, O Doctor is seriously a curious fan, and that's kind of the gist of of this. And this Double O Doctor has seen it all, but really wants Double O Seven to kind of tell his story and how he got so banged up and what happened. And Double O Seven kind of breaks protocol instead of being the sort of machismo single word answer kind of guy. He tells him the story of how he got all these fresh injuries, and it's a great new setup for a new villain. I loved how 007 shows us his amazing skill of observation here. So that's kind of an exploration here that I enjoyed. He, he doesn't just kill some folks and move on and or fight. He's just showing how he has to find a killer in a room that has no weaponry, but just by sort of their facial features alone to find this person before they assassinate a political figure. So I enjoyed that aspect. Check it out. His He just observes the room and starts noting little 
quirks of people here and there, and how he pieces it together as who the assassin is. Very cool. A huge cliffhanger at the end, by the way. I gotta know what happens next month. These are definitely on time. I've been enjoying that. Thank you, Dynamite, for your on-time delivery. Uh, but great team all together. Alice Cott has a handle on what needs to be done. These should be James Bond movies. Check out James Bond The Body, issue number one. Jump right in. It's uh, it's even self-contained, but great self, great cliffhanger at the end. Fantastic. So here we go now. Into the top three, into the big three, the trace. Here we go. Coming in at number three is Batman, issue number 39. I know, or it's just a constant top pick. It's a constant art winner. It's a constant cover winner. It's just been phenomenal. It was my one of my superhero picks of the year for 2017. Batman 39, a little bit controversial here. Team, by the way, Joel Jones on art. Lovely, lovely, a lovely Joel Jones art. One of my favorite artists of all times. Go see Lady Killer. I think it's Dark Horse. Lovely, lovely work from Joel Jones. Uh, she's done a DC work too. Uh, wow. Uh, this is called Super Friends, number three. Uh, so this is introducing this character, which I'm sure he's a, a, a golden age character, called The Gentleman. And The Gentleman just wants a day off. He battles this never-ending horde of monsters in this other sort of world that just it just never stops. And he's and they're trying to cross into our world. So he just needs a day off. So he, I guess he recruits Wonder Woman and Batman this time around. I think he does recruit Superman and other DC characters to help him on his day off. Um, and, there, and there's really just some, some lovely moments of just sword and sandals here. I mean, there's a great hilarious sequence where Batman has this knight outfit, basically. That's all I want to tell you. It's hilarious. Uh, the other characters recognize how hilarious he looks, but it definitely has this sword and sandals hack and slash fun in this particular comic. I love that. And, oh, there's a scene um, on the rooftop with the bat signal there, but Wonder Woman is standing there, and Commissioner Gordon is sort of in the background. Joel Jones, lovely, 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 gorgeous rooftop scene with Wonder Woman standing there. It's amazing. I... I took a picture of it. It's on my devices as wallpaper. Look at this page. It's about page 10 in this Batman issue number 39 where Joel Jones drew Wonder Woman on a rooftop with the bat symbol and Commissioner Gordon. It is drop-dead gorgeous. Amazing. I just want a poster of that page. It's around page 10. Look at it. But anyway, the gentleman may not have been completely honest about some things dealing with this realm and the never-ending horde. But it's too late. Wonder Woman and Batman are there. So... Um, or <laughs> what's going to happen? I, that's all I really want to say, ultimately, because there's a huge cliffhanger at the end um, that has some, a controversial moment. Um, it's Superman. Where is he? Uh, it's Batman and Wonder Woman in this other dimension fighting these hordes with swords. It's lovely and wonderful, controversial, little drop-down moment, a little wow at the end, the very last page of this. you got to see it. Absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Joel Jones, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, Batman 39, check it out. Coming in at number two is our art winner of the week. It's from IDW. It's Diablo House issue number three. I wish these delivered a little more on time. It seems like there's two to three months in between these issues, but I have been loving this. It's a also a kind of Twilight zone -y kind of comic book, but it's wonderfully creepy tale of cars and curses. 
This might be the origin of the spooky tale teller. He's this surfer guy um, named Harry. He's creepy. He ultimately guards the Diablo house and anyone that sort of comes into contact with Diablo house, bad things happen to them. Well, this is sort of a flashback story of, of, of surfer dude Harry's dad in World War II and how his dad was obsessed with cars and fixing cars. And that leads to him being a decorated veteran, a tank repairman. Uh, there's such great moments of Americana and nostalgia and these super detailed faces that go from like elated joy to horrible sadness. It's, it's from one panel to the next. He has a spectrum of emotion. And the father's passion for cars is passed down to Harry, but Harry takes it even one step further into even an even worse, unhealthier obsession with cars. And I'm, I'm trying to be cryptic because I don't want to spoil everything because there's some great little draw-dropping moments here. But he follows in his dad's footsteps and wants to become a, a race car driver uh, like his dad was. And he has this adorable best friend that encourages him but ultimately beats him in all the racing. <laughs> and what Harry does here um, in regards to the Diablo house and how he makes this deal, uh, that's when Harry should have zigged instead of zagged. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you. It's horrifying. The last few pages are absolutely horrifying. Uh, the demon car on the cover is wonderful. It's just got this old roadster that says 666 on it and skulls in the back. But he has this way of drawing sort of tendrils that have this very creepy look to it is all I can explain. But it seriously feels more personal. It feels like it is the actual surfer guy that's the, again, the the guy that sort of breaks the fourth wall and tells us stories of the Diablo house, it's sort of his origin, maybe. But, man, do awful things happen to people when they come in contact with the Diablo house. Yes, but you gotta see this. That's, the, like I said, tale of cars and curses. It's a wonderful blend of action and horror and humor that really so captured everything that I love about comics right here. Again, artist winner, uh, Santi Perez, and this is written by... Mr. Ted Adams. Thank you, Ted. Great writing. Love it. Every one of these are just a single standalone issue, so you can jump right into Diablo House issue number three. But get the other two. They're wonderful. But like I said, they've taken about three months in between. They've, they've taken a while. But they're worth the wait. Diablo House. Cannot recommend it enough. But the one that edged him out, the one that crushed the enemy, seized them before you, driven, etc., the limitation of the women. Um, <laughs> the number one that beat them all. Uh, it was just, I've been really just the high, one of the highest anticipated comics for me that I've been waiting for for a long time. I could not wait till this came out. The number one that beat them all is Strangers in Paradise. XXV, issue number one. It's been a few years, yes. And if you have not read Strangers in Paradise from Terry Moore, this is art by Terry Moore, written by Terry Moore, it's an omnibus, folks. It's probably 120 issues. I've read them. I even refreshed and went through it and perused and remember how emotional, uh, the emotional journey that is Strangers in Paradise, two best friends that go through their lives. There's ups, there's downs. It's it's this realistic life feel in this cartoony way. Character is so well-developed. Well, they're back. That's all I want to tell you about Strangers in Paradise. Go see it. It's a five-star for me. And this... I'm just so glad it returned. We jump right back into a main character, Kachu. This Kachu and Francine. She's coordinating this young group of pickpocketer kids to steal this man's phone and get his SIM card. Like, we don't know what's happening here. Ultimately, it's a great little mystery that's weaved in here. There was this 
I want to say Hadrian Collider that exploded in Strangers in Paradise a long time ago. This sort of has to do with the fallout of that. And this sort of group of blackmailing women, ultimately, and assassins at times, called the Darcy Girls. So they're back again. They're, um, Kachu and Francine are sort of trying to stay away from them without sort of ruining and spoiling the, the very heart and core of what Strangers in Paradise was all about. Uh, that's just some of the aspects. They have their, and this is going to seem odd, I know, if you haven't read any of it. It's tough to just sort of jump into this without having some context. Um, but we get this moment where we see the lovely family, their happy home. It just warmed my heart. Um, it's just lovely. You got Mama Kay and the ex-killer badass Auntie Tamby is there. <laughs> just having a nice day by the pool. I love that. She's protector. She's protecting them. It's this lovely family moment. That is almost enough in selling it there. It's just, you want to live in that little moment. You can tell that they care for each other and that they're family. It's so well cartooned and beautifully done. That alone was was great. But there's set up here. Like I said, there's the Darcy girls. There is this, uh, the Hadrian Collider um, explosion that's coming to, to back into play here. And, and... I just dig that there is a character in here that they need to sort of get a hold of because if they do, then their family life could very well change uh, in, in a heartbeat overnight if this certain person uh, comes out and exposes all of them. So they're they're sort of in hiding uh, for this, and I'm trying to be cryptic, but if you like great character development, you like wonderful cartooning that really tells a story, if you like realistically written women... That's, that's who I think Terry Moore is the master of, besides a lot of the female writers out there. Uh, he has a capture on characters and women that no one else has. Read Strangers in Paradise and read this. You could kind of jump in. I can see how it would definitely appeal to a brand new reader that knows nothing about this. Uh, there would still be an appeal, but having read Strangers in Paradise, this will kind of blow your mind. <laughs> As to things in the past that are coming back to haunt. The family that we love, Cachu and Francine and Tamby, the Darcy girls. So anyway, read it. Go read Strangers in Paradise. It's hard. To, there's no cliff notes of it. It's like, you know, 1,200 pages, but worth it, worth it, worth it. I've recommended it numerous times, but this is easily my number one pick of the week. It's from Abstract Studios, which is independently published from Mr. Terry Moore, the master. He's been doing it for so many years. I've had the the... I've just been blessed and had the, the wonderful moment where him and I talked and I met him and he signed some stuff and sketched some things. I'm a huge fan of Terry Moore and uh, he even peeks in on the podcast from time to time. So thank you, Terry, and keep it up and I love your work and go read Strangers in Paradise XXV1 that just came out. It's lovely, lovely, easily the number one pick of the week. So there you go. There you have it. There is the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number 141. Let me lock the vault door. Right, because you don't want those get in the way i guess <laughs> it's weird how you just do things sometimes i keep doing them i don't know it's fun it makes me laugh but those are my new comic book recommendations this week that came out wednesday new comic book day january 17th please go to a local comic book shop give them your money give them all your monies buy these recommendations and please tell them that chris at sunspots comics sent you i'm visiting a lot of comic book shops so especially live in california chances are i'm gonna be there they'll actually maybe know what you're talking about <laughs> but uh um, if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like your own personal comic book recommendation, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was a big one I did, please email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's a comic book I should be reading. Give me a recommendation. Either way, I will discuss it. I will hit you up, and if you 
actually, uh, you know, let me know. Uh, I will actually discuss it here in a future podcast. Check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Uh, please sign up for our newsletter at sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And please tune in next week for issue number 142 of the podcast, Sunspots Comics Podcast. I'll be reading a list of 12 new comic books that are coming out for today. I bought them. They're here. I already have them uh, for, <laughs> for, for January 24th. There's one new number one in it, and I hope that uh, it's really good to make it to the list, uh, which I'll tell you what that is uh, right now. It's called Vinegar Teeth. Actually, I've already read it. <laughs> I'll give you a little sneak peek right now. Uh, I read Vinegar Teeth number one. It will be on the countdown for next week. Po- next week's podcast number 142 that's coming out on Sunday. But here's a little, I guess, a little more sneak peek into the comic books that I'm going to be reading next week that I'll be reviewing on podcast number 142. Here you go. In no particular order. Amazing Spider-Man 794. Backways from Aftershock Comics, issue number two. Black Magic number 10 from Nicola Scott. I love her art from Image Comics. Detective Comics 973, Jughead the Hunger. Yes, Jughead's a werewolf. So I'll be talking about that, I think. I haven't read that one yet, but they've been good so far. Uh, Nightwing, The New Order, issue 6 of 6. That's one that's been a cover winner, art winner, and top pick of the week since it came out. Only six issues. It's been relatively on time, but they're ending it. Nightwing, The New Order, issue number 6 of 6 comes out next week. Oh, and Sherlock, Frankenstein, and the Legion of Evil, issue 4 of 4, comes out next. came out today. <laughs> so... That's one that I'm really excited about reading. And uh, an Exo Man of War, issue 11. I've already read it. It's on the top pick list for next week. I'll warn you now. Great new jump on point, Exo Man of War from Valiant. So there you go. There's just a little taste, just a twist, just a tweak of lemon as to what's coming out next week for issue number 142. It's going to be a handsome stack, folks, of new comic books. So please subscribe, listen in, tell a nerdy loved one, check us out to check us out on Sunspots Comics. If you missed any of the things I discussed, I put just a very thorough, detailed list in the podcast show notes, so just check on that and click on that. But ultimately, from the deep down lobes, recesses of my heart, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope I inspired you to buy some of these great new comic books. They are really wonderful. I had so much going on, there was a part of me that almost didn't make it to make this podcast, but I needed to do it, because there's some great comics here that you got to take advantage of and go buy, so... Rewind this podcast. Go back to the list of six and buy all those. Trust me, your money will be well spent. But please give me just a little bit back and help us here at the Sunspots Comic Podcast. Please go to iTunes, give us some friendly words, and hit us with a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. I will personally thank you by mailing you a a comic book-related prize and thank you right here in a future podcast. If you want to hear your name, want to hear a shout-out, just give us five stars and some positive words on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. So until next week, spend some time with the ones you love and go read some comics. It's important. Read some comics with the ones you love. Combine it. Stay nerdy. Be like water, my friends. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Later.
looking for a place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where love no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow It's Sunspots Comics now Ooh. Oh man, this feels like it's been a while Hey, check one. Hey, check one. Hey, check one.